Hi everyone, it's Sam, NFT Statistics, and this is your Proof Daily NFT Countdown. Last one of the week, last one from Wisconsin, going back to Colorado tomorrow. Lots to talk about today. Going to talk about this news that Ape Fest is going to be in Hong Kong. Also had some really big sales, both in Azuki and Board Ape Yacht Club. I suspect Pim Capital was the buyer of both of them. Very high conviction. Let's get right into it. Starting off with the quick market overview. Volume is basically flat over the past 24 hours versus the day before in that 10,000 ETH range. Uh, Blur had 64% market share because X2Y2 had a lot more market share than normal. A 600 ETH uh, gold for Ape was traded on X2Y2, which drove that. Uh, in terms of buyers, you know we had a, a really big dip actually the day of NFT trade bidding uh, being launched onto Blur. Since then, kind of had a nice little rebound in, in unique buyers. So up a fair bit to about seven or 8,000 unique buyers over the past 24 hours. Large cap index down a small bit. But if you look at the large cap index in US dollar terms, we all know that Ethereum had a nice little rally on the back of lower interest rate expectations uh, with inflation coming down a fair bit, as well as the XRP news that uh, a court ruled that XRP is not a security. Ethereum very strong. And we saw uh, the US dollar value of NFTs go up a small bit despite the lower floors in ETH terms. In terms of projects, Captains was up about 9% and Azuki, Moonbirds, and Pudgies were all quite weak. Mid-cap index, basically flat. Uh, going over to art projects, just a few projects doing more than 10 ETH of volume. Although Fidenzas did do one big sale. I'll show you that in a second, but I did not have the Fidenza sale when I did this screen. So sorry that it's a little bit disjointed, but let's get right into it. What were the big sales over the past 24 hours? Uh, Chromy Squiggle, really nice color spread on that one. Sold for 13.2 ETH. Uh, we had a Harvest sell for 3 ETH. Another Harvest sold for 4 ETH. And Elevated Deconstructions for 10.15 ETH. You know, Elevated Deconstructions tend to trade at a premium because they're the most rare, the lowest supply season one art blocks curated. Uh, but 10.15, certainly a low sale relative to where those have been selling in the past. It is a very illiquid art block though with only uh, 200 existing. And then here's the Fidens I just mentioned, just sold a couple hours ago for 80 ETH. A little bit more about this wallet. Uh, and thanks to Suzanne NFT on Twitter, she's the one who pointed this out to me. The wallet owns two of these jumbo Fidenzas. You can see that really thick line makes it a jumbo. So the wallet that, bu that bought this one clearly has a thing for that. And that was why they put in that, that bid uh, above where the floor was. Second thing to talk about, and I just called this a lot of stories. We're just gonna dive into a lot of quick stories that happened. Sam Spratt, you know, Sam Spratt has been saying that he has something awesome coming this summer, uh, you know, and he's been pretty elusive about it though. We haven't really known a lot. Well, he gave us more elusiveness. We just got more about it, but we still don't know much. You know, he said the addition size will be 256. I think we already knew that uh, from the one that he had auctioned off. The artwork will be square. It connects his one-on-ones, one of one of ones with the the 50 skulls, and it does not function like any other edition. So still very elusive, but uh, nice to get a little bit more kind of breadcrumbs and hints from him. Uh, he also kind of pointed out that one of these editions, an IOU for edition number one, uh, sold for 19.52 ETH. Uh, I believe that was sold on Christie's. Uh, and then that was something that we reported on on the show. So only 255 of them left. But, you know, I'd say Sam Spratt is one of the top artists in the game right now and very excited to see how this evolves. Next thing to talk about, Ape Fest is going to be in Hong Kong from November 3rd to November 5th. I tweeted that I'm going to be there because my family, I lived in Hong Kong uh, for 15 years, haven't been back for a couple of years, but planning on going back. Uh, so I'm pretty sure we're going to plan the trip around uh, Ape Fest as well as a couple other things, but very excited for this. You know, what, what, what drove it to go to Hong Kong? I think one 
is that Hong Kong has been very progressive with crypto regulation. And in the face of the US being a little bit less progressive, I think there was kind of a desire to go overseas, but also just a ton of whales are based in Asia. You know, I, I really say that a lot of the strength and the projects that have been strong have really been driven by big buyers who are based in Asia. Obviously, we never know the complete story because a lot of wallets are anonymous, but just through kind of looking at the clues, that's the sense I have. You have captains based in Asia with Ray, and then you know, I, I just think other projects and a lot of stuff is emerging over there. So I think this is a pretty interesting move uh, from Bored Apes. You know, two uh, big collectors, Adrian Chung, uh, last night he had bought 101 Azukis. Adrian Chung, you know, they announced was the buyer. This and this was a year ago, but just an example of a Hong Kong tycoon. You know, he's one of the highest profile guys in the real estate business in Hong Kong. You know, a big Azuki whale. Kim Capital, who currently is the biggest whale by far. There's nothing even close. Uh, with the NFTs he's buying, he tweeted in response, Board Ape Yacht Club in Chinese. And notably, he tweeted this, the, 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 he made this tweet in traditional Chinese, not simplified Chinese. And traditional Chinese is only really used in Taiwan or Hong Kong, where simplified Chinese is used in all of mainland China. So perhaps he, you know, he's anonymous, but perhaps uh, showing some links to, to Hong Kong or Taiwan there. A little bit more uh, about it, you know, here's a, a tweet that Board Ape Yacht Club retweeted, showing, showing that they had a breadcrumb, basically showing you know, the city of Hong Kong in something they had posted a little while ago, uh, probably foreshadowing that it would be there. Uh, a couple of, a little bit about the details, all are welcome, but apes can register for free first come first serve basis. And they said they want to make this more about community and less about concerts with celebrities. You know, last time it was about Eminem and Snoop and the song and the video that had the board apes in it. And this, they want to make it more a celebration of the community, the people. And they said a celebration of Hong Kong as well. Next thing to talk about, Doodles Community Council was announced uh, they said they grabbed their hammers, smashed the doodle bank, uh, and ink exploded everywhere. And they are introducing us to the incubator, fresh design, new governments, endless possibilities. Uh, it was unveiled by the community council. So it sounds like this is kind of holders, not as much the team, as much as holders, who are the community council who thought this up and pushed this through. They said it will fund events that foster community connection, create unique and memorable experiences, and, and expand diversity and inclusivity. They also have an artist in residence program for the community. Uh, so interesting stuff from them. You know, I think it, it's always cool when, when the community is initiating ways that, you know, you can use the money that some of these projects have at their disposal for the community. Very curious to see how this one evolves over time. Uh, and then the last thing I want to talk about is that Ether announced that after careful consideration, they're lowering their royalties from 7.5% to set or to 3.5%. So they got a lot of backlash when they moved it to five to 7.5%. I think there's I don't know if it feels tone deaf. There's just something about this announcement that just made my heart mad kind of spin a little bit. Uh, you know, on the one hand, the vast majority of projects are not enforcing royalties. Almost none of them are. You know, though, like even Captains, which was, was at 3.3%. So moving from 7.5% to 3.5%, when the vast majority of projects are at 0.5%, just isn't that big of a move uh, or something that's going to win you a ton of brownie points in the first place. The second thing is we saw in the past that when projects lowered their royalty rates, it actually did not necessarily help the floor price. And there are, you know, most of the examples were projects moving royalties higher back when royalties were enforced and that not hurting floor price. But by and large, I just don't think this is the move that's going to make a huge difference. So I was kind of surprised that they thought that this would be something that would impact things. But, you know, over time, we've just seen the floor price kind of dip lower and lower. It got even as high as 0.9 ETH. You know, I grabbed this from, from the Blur screenshot, but you can see uh, right now it's down to 0.2 or so and feels like it's trending in the wrong direction. So never, never fun to see that, but that feels like the reality of the situation here. Hopefully they can find a way to turn it around. 
Lastly, let's talk about some notable sales. I got two PFP sales to talk about and one one of one to talk about. Starting off with a gold fur board ape yacht club sold for 600 ETH, one of the cleanest gold fur apes in, in the system. There was there were some listed lower, but the buyer clearly uh, picked the one he wanted and bought that one. I gotta say, I think this is Pimp Capital. This is just the buying behavior that we have seen from Pimp Capital in the past. Uh, here's the seller saying, sadly, had to let go of my gold ape today. I feel sick, but I'm happy it has a new home. Uh, respect to EB7 for the smooth transaction. We know that EB7, Eric, is a broker. He represents Pimp Capital. He represents nobody.eth. I looked around the transactions and actually saw that there was a commission paid from Pimp Capital to Eric. So I really feel like this was a Pimp Capital trade, not just from that flow of funds, but also simply because this is Pimp Capital is really the only player in the game right now who I can see putting this trade on. Uh, if you look at this trade relative to top sales in the past, uh, for Board Ape Yacht Club, uh, based on the ones that OpenSea has tracked, and it hasn't tracked a lot of the over-counter NFT trader uh, trades that have happened, but based on the stuff that OpenSea has tracked and has been on chain among the exchanges, this was the 10th highest sale, kind of of those gold and trippy fur apes. So for this market, cannot complain about that. And then one other purchase also by Pim Capital, this gold Kaigu sold for 145 ETH, just a massive sale for this market. And if you look at what Pim Capital has bought in his main wallet, he's just bought the grails of the grails. So really kind of adding on to that. So congrats to him on what he is building, really one of the best collections there is in the game. And then in the one-on-one space, there was one sale that I wanted to touch on. It's called Synthetic Reflection Number 1 by Emmy, sold for 3.5 ETH. The buyer was Claire Silver. Uh, you know, this is a, a, a AI piece. She calls it basically an AI self-portrait. And, you know, we all know that Claire Silver really is one of the tastemakers, one of the biggest players uh, in the AI game that's emerging in NFTs. So awesome to see that. Here's Emmy saying, congratulations. My very first uh, AI self-portrait has found a new home with Claire Silver uh, for 3.5 ETH. Thanks to all the bidders for their support. Now, she also has a collection uh, called NeuroFad. Uh, and it's really just this genre of AI street photography. I believe she's based in Japan but a ton of really cool work from this artist. This project was done in conjunction with Bright Moments, but very cool stuff there. Here is about her, an artist who explores retrofuturism with AI street photography. That picture, I don't believe is her. I believe it is her AI street photography, but pretty awesome work, awesome artist, and love to see Claire involved there. That is all from me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, give us a like below. Tell us what you think in the comments. Subscribe to our Telegram channel. That link is in the bottom. We just uh, give you announcements every time we launch a new show. We'll be back on Monday with another one. Hope you have a great weekend. Thanks a lot.